you heard it, guys. That shark just roared. I know. I don't know about much about sharks. That was on my notes. I don't think that that's possible. I'm not. No long. I've but... seen Shark Week a couple times. I've seen how they operate, but I don't think that this is possible. <laughs> but hello, guys. Welcome to Midnight Movie Night. Join with me now. I got a couple special guests. One of them is a comedian and a wine enthusiast. He goes by CTA. Give it up for him. How are you? Doing well. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being on. Also, we have uh, Midnight Movie Night. He's a regular, and he's a good friend of mine. He goes by the name of Buddy. Buddy, how are you? Hey, guys. That's me. He hey. is, uh, he's been on the most for my podcast, so he's the, he's the favorite. He's, we I have opinions have about movies. I have lots of opinions about movies. <laughs> you got your trivia night that you do once every week. Yeah, yeah that's going to go on right in, uh, in the past. That's gonna go on in the past. Yeah. Uh, to, sometime Tuesdays, every Tuesday at eight p.m. <laughs> uh, on Stab, you can get there. Uh, this whole month of October, we're doing Halloween specials all week, so it's gonna be all horror movies. All I know, and that's what we're doing this month. We're doing bad horror movie sequels, which brings me to one of my favorite horror movie sequels that we all watched, which is Jaws: The Revenge. Which was so was so fun. I really this is one of my favorite bad movies. I don't know how you guys feel. I thought it was really funny. A favorite? I, I don't know. Um, because I hold the the original in such high regard, I I am more offended by this one than like say uh, a terrible Halloween or Friday the Thirteenth movie. Yeah, it's because I mean. <laughs> When you look at it, when you look at the Jaws series, it is such an interesting, because the first one is amazing, and I love that movie. It is a classic, and it really invented the summer blockbuster. And the second one was mediocre, and no one remembers it. The third one, Jaws 3D, was bad. And this one was awful. So it just got progressively worse and worse and worse. And it's almost like they shouldn't have made any sequels. I mean, maybe I, I could be crazy, but. Jaws 3D is bad, but it <laughs> at least has like the 3D element to it where this one uh, is painful. It's painful to watch. It's it really. <laughs> you call that the that's the 4d effect where it physically hurts you to watch and <laughs> the fourth dimension oh, wow. at least this one is michael kane right he's an oscar winner he won the oscar while he was making this movie and he couldn't accept he, his oscar fun exactly yeah that is oh yeah. my god and i do i love his quote about making this movie which is notorious for you know taking a paycheck movie he's like i have not seen jaws the revenge but on all accounts it's terrible but I have seen the house that it built and it is terrific. So everyone exactly. uses that as like the primary quote for taking a paycheck movie. He did but. this one. He did swarmed. He did a couple of other ones that were just like, give me that money. I'll do your stupid, terrible movie. And I'll I mean, he, lo- he, he literally said they paid me uh, $1.5 million to film a week in Hawaii. Like why would you say no to that? Exactly. Yeah. Especially at that time. Yeah. But 
getting into it, I mean, so these poor, like, Brody kids, right? Like, <laughs> okay, before we get to that, can we get to the very <laughs> opening scene? Like, literally, the very first shot we see, right? Okay. Of the so shark. the camera, yes. The camera is supposed to be in the point of view of the shark, right? Yeah. And he, and he but pops it's out. above water. No, it's <laughs> above water. The shark's eyes are below the water. So we're seeing the point of view of the fucking fin. It is the dumbest camera angle of all time. We're supposed <laughs> to be seeing what the shark's seeing. I think I even wrote that down. I'm like, so he peeks his head out. And then he just goes back in. And he keeps peeking the whole time. I mean, when he's, the shark sneaks up on people, but you can see him. And they're all still, whoa, there he is. I was, so, I was so scared. But, I mean, we got our guy, Sean Brody, and he gets sent out to fix that buoy, right? For no reason. Christmas. Well, Christmas I, mean, I mean, well, first off, you know, Sean Brody grew up on the beach. He's familiar with uh, sharks. He's, you know, this has been his whole life. And he, je- after all these years, he's only a buoy fixer. <laughs> I was going to ask you guys, what is his job? Is he a cop? Like, no, he's like he's a like- uh, harbor patrol, I guess is what you would call him. <laughs> he you hasn't know? been promoted. His dad is such a legend for killing no, not dude, there's one, a whole but two sharks. <laughs> There's got to be a whole show where he gets kicked out. You know, he got kicked out of the Coast Guard and, like, had a cocaine problem and then came back, and then now he's just exactly. a boy that's picture. Yeah, he's, only, he's in the bootleg uh, Baywatch, dude. Because, <laughs> like, if, if you watch this movie, I would see him having maybe a coke problem or something because he was so annoying in the only two scenes that he's in, and he was just so rude to his mom rude to the sheriff and then she he gets sent out to fix that buoy because he's just being such an asshole but then we get it's one of the most ridiculous scenes in the jaws series which is when it gets attacked which <laughs> oh my god i mean the shark pops up he's trying to fix that buoy because no one else can do it he's the only guy for the job and the shark pops up out of nowhere bites his arm off but he just goes whoa and he falls back and he goes oh i'm okay but then he reaches for where his arm used to be, and he goes, "What? What? Where did it go?" He wasn't in pain at all. He didn't. He wasn't screaming. He, did, the he then just—it's the drugs. It's the, the drugs. Well, there's there's so many of those deaths or non-deaths in this movie where you're like, "Okay, that definitely should have died, killed that person, or hurt him a lot more." And then exactly. there's just all of a sudden, you know, like, "Oh shit!" There oh, he I is. know, I know. We're saving for that one though. We're saving yeah. for that one, buddy. We're we don't want to give that away just yet. There's so many good Because usually that, that guy would die in the first scene. You exactly. know what I mean? Like it's a different kind exactly. of movie. But I will say this though: in 1987 is when this film right. was produced. You know, ten years after the OG, and they were already on number four. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what they did is they high, you know, they went for the worst possible, um, like industry standards of scares and deaths and like the, the laundry list of way. Oh, okay. Let's have a guy uh, getting his arm bit off and let's have somebody. Can we do a surfer again? Can we do that again? You know, like it's almost like they're recycling. So they got to go with more pop to make you remember that it reminds me of the, um, the eighties escalation of deaths. Thanks to the Freddie and Jason series. Love like them. each series, you couldn't just have standard horror movie decapitation anymore. That's, that's so weak. Like now we got to see the, and then the joke got added and then it became. So for this movie, what they're trying to compete with is those guys, you know, people, the, the killers that could physically talk and physically have a presence. That's why I think they put the, 
perspective above the water. They gave him like a little, <laughs> like a like Switch a sub submarine thing, just looking up above the water. Like maybe they knew. Plus, he's so mechanical that you can see the shark in about forty percent of the scenes the shark is in. So maybe he yeah. really was a robo shark. <laughs> yeah, it, it it's bad that like when they do the reveal of the shark, they decide to show the whole shark. They're like, no mystery at all. Here's the full length of this terrible shark. <laughs> like, they, they had no shame in their game at all. They're like, oh yeah, it's an ugly shark. Here's the whole thing. <laughs> and not only that, they were also kind of trying to recreate that first scene in the first Jaws where that girl keeps getting dragged down. But exactly. the only difference is in the first movie, that's iconic. And this one, it was just Sean going like, ah! and then he just goes right back under. Like, oh, okay. Like, that wasn't, it wasn't real. They're like, keep trying to homage a movie that you're already a sequel to, which is so many scenes in this movie. But yeah. not only what, do they homage, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. But like, what's interesting is that because, you know, Roy Schneider was obviously not in this movie, was that was actually going to be him in that first scene. Isn't that interesting? But, and he said, and I quote, it's like, there's no way in hell I'm going to be in Jaws 4 because he didn't even want to be in Jaws 2. And so I just thought, I never knew that. Like, yeah, they were going to kill him off. And he said, no. So they had this character. And they say in a line, like, what he died from a heart attack. Like, no, he died from the fear. Died from fear. The fear of the, the fear. sharks. The guy who's the guy who's killed two sharks. Two sharks. Two sharks. Two different films. Afraid of sharks. It's afraid of sharks. And he was just I sitting at it. home on Amity Island. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> that's but, sad that like that's the, the way Brody goes out. Yeah, that's so exactly. pathetic. I mean, then, then they retconned him in, in part four, but then they actually have flashbacks. Of Brody in some like lost footage of the OG Jaws. Which is funny Um, because for some reason his wife has memories of him doing that, even though she wasn't there. Maybe the radio question Maybe the radio was on the whole time. Uh the woman has psychic powers with the shark. She has a spider a spidey she, sense for whenever the shark is about to show up. She will sit on a beach and she looks out and she just knows that it's out I, there. I love the look oh on her face God. when something happens with the shark and she just goes <laughs> when they're at the You know what I mean? <laughs> and they're like the she plays it off like Brody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hear I hear your voice, Lord. She just knows somehow. It's so ridiculous. So that that opening scene, let's just talk about this. That opening scene gets rid of Sean Brody, okay? For whatever his backstory is, he's immediately dismembered and gone. He was a cop. He deserved it. We don't even have to worry about the actor. We don't have to worry about any retcon story. Okay, like I said, 10 years later, and then these guys are really just desperately throw anything up so then what happens after the, the good news is that they never brought him back to life like some other bizarre you know guess what he survived yeah ten thousand stitches and he made it back exactly they have his funeral scene which it's so weird because <laughs> the funeral scene and the mom is just laughing for some reason even when i was a kid and i watched that movie i was like this is fucking weird like why and that's the point i want to make about this movie because these characters do things that are so bizarre and that's not how people talk. And I feel like the message of this movie is about grief and how it makes us do weird things. I don't really, I mean, the conversations that they have are so ridiculous and it's just, it doesn't make sense. I just, 
I really don't know. I mean, I, I really knew I liked this movie when what's his face, Michael and his wife were on the beach after the funeral, and he's, and he's just, you know what? And he starts running. That's when. Yeah. That's when. That's I'm, when you know the writing's like they didn't complete it. Like the writing in this is so bad. They didn't watch any of the old movies because they don't follow <laughs> any of the rules from the old movies. They didn't like know where to put the characters other than let's give them the last name. Let's make it about a shark versus this family. And that's all it has to be. Like it was exactly. so lazy, the writing. Because go, going off on that, because I mean, what's her face says, because when Michael and the mom are hugging, she says it waited for him. It waited and it came for him. It's like, what did? The shark from the first movie's dead. Every single shark in every Jaws movie dies at the end. Spoiler alert. Like, what shark They're, is this? We're just giving the end away now? Is that what's happening? Sorry. Yeah, spoiler alert. Every single Jaws movie. Every single Jaws movie. With, so it's always also, an explosion, right? Uh, so when we first meet the Michael with the other son, Right. Okay. We got not Sean, maybe cocaine, maybe not. Either way, dead, dead by shark. Yeah. Death he, by shark, which happens yeah. a lot. You yeah, see the, yeah, the cat movies. Yeah, so then they dead. also just um they just switched over because uh you know Dennis Quaid was playing this guy in the last movie. He Charles was, 3D. and he also he declined to be in this movie. Fun fact. That's right, because he didn't get the one point five million that Michael Caine got. He was yeah, probably no, getting a little bit. He less. wasn't a big name yet. So they, I love when they just switch the actor and they just don't even, you know, at least, like, at least in Iron Man 2, Brody says, I'm here now, let's deal with it. And then they move on with the scene. Like, you know, it's right. almost like a, like a wink to the, because the problem is parts of this movie are like a little wink and a little nod to the people that watch the OG Jaws. Yeah. And for the other parts where the screenwriters um, obviously had no clue, as Buddy was saying earlier, what they did was they just, what they did, just like Jurassic Park DNA, they just filled it in with another 80s movie piece. And so that's what you got. Like, oh, you know, this scene reminds me a lot of 48 hours or this scene reminds me a lot of whatever. And that's exactly what they did. Like, it waited for him. Like, that dude, that's, that's the straight out of Rocky when he just starts running. Like, come on, that's like Rocky 7 <laughs> versus assuming, Jaws. Yeah, I'm just assuming because yeah. even when I was a kid, I was like, I'm assuming that the shark from the first one had a lot of babies. And then this is one of the – because that's what I assume for every single sequel. Like, oh, it's just – it's another shark. But oh, can we yeah. just talk about something I didn't pick up until this time watching it is when they land at the Bahamas and that cab driver was singing to them. Did you guys pick up on that? Remember when the cab driver is driving them from the airport and he's just on the freaking thing. He has a little microphone. And he's singing Christmas songs to them. Is he yeah, singing the okay, same so song? You didn't think that? <laughs> I didn't realize no. that until this time. I laughed so hard. I was like, wait. And they don't explain it. And then they park the car and then they just unload like he wasn't just serenading all of them. I just. I mean, it's an 80s movie. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, Jaws 1, Jaws 1 in the summers, Jaws right. 2 in the summers, Jaws 3 in summer. This is a fucking Christmas movie. It is so random. And they decided we need to get, uh, okay, we're going to do Christmas, but we need to go to Hawaii so we can still go on the beach. I'm like, why don't you just, Bahamas I don't, and Hawaii. It's, the, it's, it's the Bahamas. And like, it's I don't understand why, and, like, why are you doing it? Completely different ocean, Kevin. Um, it's the Bahamas, not the Hawaii. I don't know. They but the Bahamas it, they with that. They filmed it in Hawaii, but they said it in the Bahamas. 
that famous shallow water that just allows you to see the shark from a good 700 yards away because it's just mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like oh i mean i can see right to the bottom of the ocean i can see everything within this ocean i know that old, the shark that scene where uh, the mom is swimming and it's obviously a nightmare sequence and it looks like a pool like it just really looks like you can that's the one that got me scared when i was a kid i was afraid to go in the pool at night i know i was i was afraid of the deep end of the pool i will say everybody but, was but <laughs> I, will say, I mean look though uh, for 1980s movies okay how many part fours did we get you know maybe 10 that's a good right? point Friday right 13, so four. you know right friday 13th jason uh rambo rocky you know all those got a part a four lot. so how many of them were good the answer even goes farther so our yeah. sample size is very small and you got to realize jaws 3d are we allowed to curse on this podcast that was an absolute piece Fuck of no that so jaws 3d is absolute piece of shit but made a ton of money for him Right. because of whatever the nostalgia the, the 3d game. which was terrible at the time if you really look at the 3d that was some whew, garbage but luke gossett but, is strong luke gossett is strong was, so i understand right. but and so this came up from the you know it's just like listen we own the rights let's just knock this movie they filmed this movie in nine months start to finish nine months start to finish dude that's how long christopher nolan needs to set up two scenes <laughs> i know they filmed <laughs> michael kane scenes in one Bro. week that is yeah. crazy Hey, that's what 1.5 million costs, baby. 1.5 million, right. baby. I Mike love character. He's so funny. But I also, we have not talked about Mario Van Peebles. Oh, oh let's let's begin though. When they first get to Nassau, Melvin Van Peebles is the mayor of Nassau, and it's really quick, quick, quick cameo. That's I his dad. It. If you never saw sweet, sweet, you know, badass, badass, you know, that's the way to go. Um, oh my God, Mario Van Peebles shows up. Now this is before the Mario Van Peebles that people know about when they think of him. These the, right. the standard level average MVP, so to speak. Um, you know, this is when he was still taking roles. He wasn't creating roles. And so what we got here is this guy's like a mix of like four different islands. You know, <laughs> he's got so the worst bad. accent and then the hair so from it, you know, and the clothes are still very, very brand new gap. Like they this dude does not live on an island. He just came from the mall. He did. Yeah. Right? You got the worst. Yeah, nobody nobody looked at what the Bahamas was. They were like, We're going to Hawaii. That's an island. It's basically the same thing. We'll pick out a couple of guys there and just dress like them. <laughs> and the the scene where we meet him, his argument with michael is hilarious because they're talking about he's just like you keep overworking me you piece of shit and he's like oh i'm sorry it's like he yells him like hey and then mario stops like look i'm sorry about your brother man and then they stop and stare at each other and then they hug and then they kiss and like oh i miss you so much bro like the emotions in this movie are everywhere and that's what i'm talking about it's a drama it's a drama (laughs) because i just don't this is not how people talk to each other. I mean, I don't know. I just, but even, because there's a really another scene in this movie that's a lot like that, where he's yelling at his wife, or his wife is yelling at him because he didn't take out the garbage. You guys remember that part? <laughs> yeah. And she says, you haven't done this for three weeks. And, she lo- and they're yelling at each other. And she goes, what's wrong? It's like, my brother died a couple weeks ago. 
and you're fucking yelling at me like she doesn't understand that he's grieving like what the hell's wrong with this guy yeah but what kind of wife like who gets the news that their brother died and their wife doesn't find out for three weeks when she lives in the yeah. same house as you like what <laughs> who writes this i know <laughs> like you didn't you didn't the share the news who write a shark following somebody from new york to the fucking bahamas which is impossible it is also you know i don't think hey, you know plausibility is not a big i'm just saying plausibility is not a big factor when you're talking about part four now i'm, I'm not saying that as an excuse but also you know you mentioned earlier i'd like to go back to this you mentioned earlier about how it's a family drama absolutely i mean oh, I, you got you got to look at it in the background because when when the og jaws came out it was so 75 it was so different it was groundbreaking yeah. it was, by by 87 we've already got the formula down you know this and that and but at that uh the background of that is all these family dramas were picking up steam you know even the shows every tv show in the 80s had a very special episode that dealt with death or dealt with somebody dying and so that's what this movie was trying to be like a very special jaws today we deal with death of a brother Ooh, it's a sad one you know <laughs> didn't you it used to be played by a better actor like oh man you gotta keep bringing that up <laughs> <laughs> side note on this movie side note on this movie for me personally i won tickets to see john's the revenge by um i grew up in palm springs california which is a desert Not and so in the in the middle of the mall they had put together a uh plastic swimming pool full of fish and then you fished and whatever you won you won i won tickets to see john's for that was, their, that was the promo <laughs> the fishing was better than the movie. I was like this. That's I still remember so Palm Springs Mall fishing in the and I thought now that I'm an adult, I'm like, who thought of that with these sad we're gonna take these sad fish and we're gonna put them in a truck. We're gonna drive them out to Palm Springs and that's how we're gonna promote Jaws 4. These how kids are gonna remember forever. That's what I said. What are you gonna do? Give out shark's teeth as a key ring? What do you got? What do you got? Yeah, like what's funny, the oh, Jaws story that man. I have is my mom used to work at the theater when Jaws 3D came out. Yes. And at the very last scene when that Jaws, the shark slowly creeps towards the movie screen and it breaks open the glass. It was supposed to be like the movie screen and everyone freaked out because they were in their 3D glasses. And it was just, <laughs> it was just shenanigans. But yeah. uh, Have you guys ever seen a 3D movie that you really enjoyed and were ever like, wow, this really made it better? I mean, honestly, my whole life, I've always thought 3D is kind of overrated. It gives me a headache. I just, I will see a movie in IMAX. I will appreciate it. If it's 3D, it's going to just, it's going to ruin my experience. But I do, I love movies like, I mean, Jaws 3D or, you know, My Bloody Valentine 3D that are, were filmed in 3D and are no longer in it. So that when you watch it now, they spend so much of the movie just pointing, going, whoa. And, you know, obviously it's not in 3D anymore, which makes makes it so much funnier, which is funny because one of my next episodes is going to be Texas Chainsaw 3D. Spoiler. So, oh, man. <laughs> That's you a do. scary you one. Do, you it, should do Texas Chainsaw New Beginnings. Is it? Because 3D was hilarious. And that's why yeah, it's yeah. just... It doesn't. It's a direct yeah. sequel to the first one. Yeah, and it is got Hall Halloween 3D too, right? Is that one? Is it? Did they do that? Um, is there? There was a Halloween. Oh no, Amityville. Was it Amityville? Amityville 3D. 3D. Yeah. Amityville There's so many 3Ds that are so bad. But... They're so bad. You know, right now when people are pulling out all of the best of the 
you know, scary movies. It reminds you of when you listen to like uh, classic rock and you're like, this was the hardcore punk. This is like mellow music. I would hear it at the elevator today. And what is this black flag? It's, it's very pleasant. You know, it's the same way with these scary movies. Like they're not scary. Now that we've had, um, you know, uh, hostile and saw and with like really, you know, graphic, bizarre, even the remakes of the classics. Part two with the like, castration. Yeah. Like after all of that stuff, baby. and you go back and watch this Jaws 4, you're like, this isn't even scary. It really is a family movie about getting to know your mother who's having hallucinations as she gets older. I mean, that's what this movie's really about. <laughs> but I mean, like getting back to Jaws 4, it's <laughs> just like, yeah. I just, um, I just think it's funny because the whole time, I mean, her son has just died, and they're all telling her, hey, move on. Yeah. Go to, yeah. Let's go on a vacation. What's wrong? Like, how many people have you lost the sharks? Get over it by now. Get over it. Okay, you lost your husband. You lost your son. Let's go on a vacay. And that's what they do. And it's so funny because the whole time, I mean, they're partying. And I just love, because we meet Michael Caine. He's on the plane. And he's their pilot. But I just love when we see him again, and he's just randomly fishing right in front of them. And he just pops Oh, up. yeah. And he's just, and I thought to myself, I mean, I feel like this guy is stalking her. Am I crazy? <laughs> like, oh, hey, what's, what are you guys doing? And then he pops up in their first date when they fly in a plane. He goes, oh, hey, guess what? I'm taking my hands off the wheel. And they're about to crash, and she has to grab onto it. I mean, yeah. This wo- okay, I got to talk about this. This <laughs> yes. woman loses her husband, her other kid, um, her, uh, and then they fucking... Um, go into this plane with the rest of her surviving family and this guy decides to like do some plane tricks that's so fucked (laughs) no because they make it seem like he's so charming which is what i love about these bad movies like hey look i'm about to murder you and then she has to grab on and like oh i'm teaching you how to fly this is I like, no, he put he put the yeah. controller kind of down where his dick would be and like, you've heard of road hip. Let's do some miles, some of the mile high club. But yeah, and she's like, so she's weird. like, I can't, I can't. And he's like, no, you can. It's bad. It's- <laughs> they were very low though. That would be the meter high club, right? They weren't very. They were like right above the water. But I mean, getting back to Mario Van Peebles, <laughs> we got a really <laughs> getting back to Mario well, off, Van Peebles. Okay, so he's got the the look, he's got the accent, he's an Islander. That's the phrase they used in the press release for this film. And just the they fact- mean a local Islander. Now his name is Jake. His name is Jake. <laughs> Jake, local Jake. Islander, right? Born and raised here. My you name is Yes, you got to market him towards the American people. Yeah. But it was, yeah. oh my God. They're like, this, just, is, just, this is his uh, Hawaiian or his uh, island name. Oh, I just love, so funny. I really love the scene where Jake goes down in the little, you know, whatever, the, that mini boat, mini submarine, and he looks over and the shark's right there and his reaction just, oh. <laughs> Yikes. We got a big fish here, boys. Watch out. Hey, Mike, watch out. There's something coming. And then the shark pops up and it's trying to bite Michael. And the whole time there's like, oh, God. Get yeah. the hell out of here. Like, what is this thing? But well, that, he's calm because if you smoke weed and then go underwater in a pressurized does. tank, you know, it works much better, bro. If you eat yeah. it and then watch John's 4, you're going to really like it. <laughs> and I just love... Because another scene where they're trying to chase down the shark and like they got the whole thing set up 
but the whole time, what's his face? Michael keeps asking Jake, "Hey, what do you think about Michael Kane? Like, what? He's like, he's hit on my mom. Do you like this guy?" And the whole time they're shooting things at the shark, trying yeah. to track him down. You gotta kill this <laughs> motherfucker. Like, I just feel like he's really hitting on my mom. I just think he's kind of a piece of shit. What do you think? <laughs> oh, I don't know. And they keep trying to attack that motherfucker. <laughs> That's how you cram in exposition. They're like, you know what? We've got an action scene going on. Most people are going to be really focused. Here's where we'll do plot details. (laughs) (laughs) We really forgot. Yeah. They're just cleaning up loose ends all the way through that Mm -hmm. movie. All the way through that movie, they'll bring in something that is like, dude, like that was a whole major plot point in part one. He don't want to go near the water. And then it's just thrown away in a scene where he's trying to convince his mom that he's got to come remember because the whole thing is he works in the bahamas he does. and she's like you have to stop working in the bahamas you need and then this kind of earlier in the movie and then the little girl convinces her to like go to the Bahamas. you know it's like a the yeah. pulling on your heartstrings type thing and then they close that scene and they never go back to that family dynamic again there's never another scene with the whole family with the little girl and everybody like like talking they're like she okay we got what you needed we're done who's next who's the next? also i think it's <laughs> the granddaughter in this movie said some really awkward shit. The entire movie was just exposition. It was like, are you grieving about your dead son yet? Like, oh my God, yeah. the beginning, it was like, Uncle Sean's dead, you know. Like, yeah. How do you feel about was, that? Oh my she God. So, just there to make people's time worse. Worse. Like, Side note. That actress died at age 10, by she the way. Did, oh, yeah. she fucking, I wasn't going to bring it, it up. 78 to 88 dude that was her decade right there she and she's was, like i'm in jaws 4 bitch i wasn't i wasn't trying to make fun of her but yes yeah, no i don't want to make fun was, of her. that's what i'm saying it's like you know there was she's she like make, i peaked peace out she didn't make it you know god damn it i wasn't trying to she's make like it. if there's a part five i will not be in it I don't <laughs> know what I have to do. the movie she's was like it can't good. get better than jaws 4 it was this was it for <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh anyway, so they, add, so they bring and, and, in the enough stars. Enough of dead ten-year-olds. Enough of the dead children. Let's go back to this Jaws for. So they bring in the stars, right? They and, bring uh, in uh, nobody to write the script. They just put the money towards Michael Caine and Mario Van Peebles to save their movie. Oh, yeah. I thought it was funny though. From I want to say about too. Jake though. Isn't it funny that Jake's just like a regular dude on the island, you know, a researcher, or whatever, and then all of a sudden he knows how to work like the most. This is supposed to be the most state of the art, cutting edge technology on this right. sub. He just knows how to, you know, like it's a surfboard. Yeah. He's just rolling with it, no problem. Like the technology in this movie is something they never speak of. They just all roll with it and they all use it perfectly. Like, yeah, you know, in the, right, but in the first one, they, it was kind of an interesting thing when they, even when the you know uh, Richard Dreyfus and them are out on the boat, you know, when he's kind of explaining, like yeah. that's kind of a fun part too because you're like, oh, you know, humans would use their tools. Let's talk about that more. Instead, we get more conversation about the most benign yeah. things, and then and then like you said, they just cram the exposition in during an ac- action scene. But what I think is yeah. the funniest <laughs> about Jake is that he literally sings the Jaws theme or hums it to, to Michael while he's in the sub. I'm like, okay, what kind of meta movie is this supposed to be? Like, is this a universe where the Jaws movies exist, but it's still a Jaws movie? I don't understand how he would know 
Like, oh, there's probably a shark I, in there. I honestly think that that's like a director's choice where they're like, the writing's so bad. Let's just make you think of Jaws 1 as many times as we possibly exactly. can. Exactly. They try so forget about hard. what you're watching right now. Especially with the scene. <laughs> Remember like how good Jaws 1 is? Yeah, it's <laughs> like our movie, especially with uh, Michael and his daughter doing the reenactment of like the father-son scene. But it's have like, you guys seen the alternate ending? I know we'll get to yes. the ending later, but have you guys have seen the alternate I've ending? I've seen it, and they had to reshoot it because apparently this one was way better with the with him just blowing up. Well, that really, is... <laughs> I don't really... The, so the alternate was the boat rams into the neck of Jaws, and it bleeds to death? And he lets out another howl, <laughs> and then he sinks to the bottom of the ocean again, but they use the actual footage from the first one of the shark sinking oh, to the bottom. They do. With, the, the, with the headless body falling, as it's, you know. That's, yeah. It's uh, fucking it. That's what I was going to say about this. So they much. make you think about Jaws 1 so much, they actually use clips from Jaws 1. Like, so much of this movie is just like, do you remember what happened in the first one? Great. Well, here's what right. happened. Like, they almost every scene should start with, do you guys remember? Like, that's every scene starts yeah. with. Do you do you guys remember when that guy threw the 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 his wife's roast to catch the we're gonna have an homage to that too? And they're yeah. like, Well, it's really a tribute or homage. I can't decide anymore. I was you know, I only wrote this thing in a week. It doesn't really matter anymore, exactly. does it? That, that but this is a money making movie. Right. But you know, twenty three million dollar budget. They knocked it out in a year and it made fifty million bucks just based on the goodwill of Jaws One. And every time it got bundled for VHS or DVD release, it was Jaws 1 through 4. They didn't hesitate to make you eat this piece of shit with that delicious Jaws 1 meal that I was enjoying. Like, they just don't hesitate. I, always, I actually didn't own 4 until I was a little bit older. I had 1 through 3 on VHS for the longest time. And then all of a sudden, uh, I was like, there's a fourth Jaws movie? That's awesome. Let me watch this. And it was one of the first movies as a kid I remember watching and going, Oh, I don't. I don't think this is a good movie. I, I don't think this is made well. Like, I don't think this is. This makes sense. Like the the Christmas theme threw me off. I was always thrown off because to me, Jaws is the very first summer blockbuster. It is the original Jaws is the summer blockbuster, and then all of a sudden, by four, they're like, "Oh, let's trick them." with a Christmas movie, and then instead of all of the suspense, they strip that away and they're like, let's make you sad about this family's poor fortune. Husband dies of fear heart attack. Uh, son dies of sharks when they've been fighting sharks for years. And it's just a terrible, terrible movie. It really is. I just think it's funny because... Um... I mean, near the end, when What's-Her-Face gets attacked on the banana boat, the, oh, just the fact man. that we can say banana boat death scene, I just think it's yeah. funny. But That was the iconic scene from the movie, though. That was the one they showed in all the trailers. That was the poster for Jaws 4, had the banana boat. Just like the first one just had the girl swimming, and the second exactly. one had this, and the third one. So this one had the banana boat was on the poster. Yeah. You know? And I was... Oh boy. We're like Lou Gossett yeah. Jr., we need you. We need you. Where are you? <laughs> we miss you, buddy. And he survived. Look though, all of the bad jaws, even though it's bad jaws, it's still considered to be, you know, jaws. And and so when you look at the um 
the current homage, you know, Shark's Tale or any of the movies, uh, Deep Blue Sea, or anything that they even use pieces of Jaws 4 as part of the, um, like a little wink, wink. Oh, remember this part? It's so sucky. And they just yeah. kind of put it in there too, like reminding you that uh, this was part of it too. They're, you're never going to live it. You're never going to live. Well, first off, are we at the end now where we can talk about Mario Van Peoples? Yeah, well, I was trying to get into so she sees an boat death. Oh, dude. Right. She just takes that sailboat, which yeah. I'm assuming was her family's sailboat. I don't, did we establish that? Never oh, established. we're talking about when she goes out on the water. Right. Yeah. Um, with no weapon, nothing to fight this shark with. Nothing. Other than her brain power that she's developed with this shark, she just goes out there and she's like, all right, I think I'm going to blow it up with my mind, I guess. I have no <laughs> idea what her plan was. Because From she the goes, beginning of this end, it was like, okay, that's stupid. That makes no sense, lady. Explain to me why you're out there. Exactly. And she was just so mad because obviously that shark was targeting that little girl because sharks can hold grudges, apparently. I wasn't aware. I didn't know, but... She takes that sailboat out, and I just think it's so funny. She goes all the way out there. The shark pops up, and she just goes, ah, and she just faints. Like, that's, that was her defense. Like, I know. Okay, you, know what like that you-, scene, you know what that scene is missing? Is, uh, like, like, if you had a movie with a tyrannical bad guy, and he's yeah. just like, I'm going to put you on the boat in the middle of the ocean with that shark, and you're going to have to do your best. Like, you're just missing that in the whole scene. She just does it on her own. But in reality, there'd be like some really, it's like a really weak James Bond wannabe plot, you know. Right. But, but So she drives out there. She's got no reason to be out there. She's yeah. just going through trauma, needed a little time to clear her head, and she just goes straight away from land in the middle of nowhere, faints. And I'm, yeah. and I'm throwing it to Kevin. <laughs> well, what I think is so funny is because Michael hops on that boat, and of course he sees Michael Caine just right there, because you know Hawaii okay. or the Bahamas. I don't know where this was. I'm not. I'm no. But the boats they decided before we even get to Michael Caine, the boats they decided to go out on. How were they going to protect her on those boats? Exactly. He was on a little mini boat. That's that's like their boats were worse boat. than her boat. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He goes on with his tiny little motor and he sees Michael King. He's like, hey, what are you doing? Like, I was, I was stalking your mom. Where is she? I'm like, I don't know. She's out there. So they hop right off of the ocean. It's super easy. And they all yeah. just hop in his plane, which is, it was just right there. It takes yeah. five minutes tops to just take that. Oh, thing of course. Off. And when they crashed that plane next to the sailboat, that was. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> That was... Well, wait, wait, wait. There's a scene right before they crash the scene. Right before they crash that. Okay. They show up. And this is absolutely the worst scene in the movies. When they're doing the flyover and then it's the perspective from them in the plane looking down as the shark just at that moment just happens to jump up on the boat and take some... And you get to see all the mechanics laid out, right? I mean, in VHS time, you had to like pause it and like, look, you can see the wires, you like look like this this maybe that's why Jaws was so angry. He'd already been through the movie Saw and he's like, I'm back now. I got you know, I had to cut my own fin off to get out of here. Exactly. So then they come flying in and he goes, Hang on, boys, and then just crashes like for no reason. It's not a hydroplane. He just crashes into the water about a hundred yards away from the boat. Like, dude, you're way off. And then yeah. of course that's you know, manufactured drama with the with the swim over, which is like they make that the most dramatic scene in the movie, and then there's nothing. I just love because they crashed the plane, which, by the way, you know, wouldn't happen. It would probably, yeah. I mean, it would. And then it did start 
start sinking. You would have to purposely crash that type of plane into the water. Like you would have to be a bad pilot. And we've seen throughout the movie with his cool tricks that he was doing earlier that he's not a bad pilot. Makes <laughs> no sense. Any <laughs> logical any, gap. And he obviously, because he, uh, I mean, he loves Ellen Brody so much that he needs to just sink this plane because it's not expensive. <laughs> just, Which will he, play into another question I have later, but yeah. yeah. So he crashes the plane and the swim over, which is like they decided, oh shit, all we've had is drama this whole time. We need the tense scene that Jaws is known for. Let's put some kind of tense in there. And it's the most like manufactured tense scene of all time. Like didn't need to happen. Land the plane properly, get her out of there, maybe blow up a shark and get the fuck on. Like it it was the dumbest crap. Because they crash the plane, Michael and Jake swim over. And we have our first fake out, which is when the shark goes up to Michael Caine and, you know, probably chops him up. But then immediately, like, the fake out lasts maybe two, three minutes because Michael Caine pops right back up. We're like, oh, my God, you're alive. And they ask With wet hair and a completely dry uniform. Exactly. And they ask him, how'd you get away? And all he says was, it wasn't easy. (laughs) Like, you're not going to explain it. Oh, probably because you don't have an explanation. You just wanted to see yeah. the character to live. Which brings, yeah, that's our first fake out. Didn't explain it. We, um, they attached those things to the shark, which was, what was it? The, the electromagnetic? They're elect- yeah, they just basically, <laughs> to like, uh, they were going to jumpstart him. <laughs> <laughs> and they keep plugging it. He keeps roaring. Which, you know, that's our climax was the roars. And it was so Oof. funny. There's so but, much of this movie that they put into Jurassic Park. I just don't understand. Like, the differences are uncanny. It's so crazy. Oh, we forgot to talk about. And then we have our second fake out, which is when Jake tries to kill the shark, but the boat tips and he literally just falls into the mouth of the shark. And when Michael yells Jake, that was, that was some acting. <laughs> That was yeah. That, ah, was, that was worth five hundred thousand right there for that word. Exactly. That was, it. That that was, was the point mo- five. You want to know where the money went? You know where the money went. You know. Yeah. And it was. I so just, money went. I can't get over. I, I can't get over that this guy goes into the shark's mouth. We see what happens to the shark, and then he just is alive. Is alive. And there's nothing to explain it. No explanation. <laughs> and he's loosened enough second. to crack jokes when he's alive. It's and 80s. he's still cracking jokes, which is because there's mm-hmm. some versions of this movie where he died, which would yes. make sense. But all the other versions I've seen, I have the DVD. I just watched it on HBO Max. He's still alive. And I guess... Bad he, accent and swimming. You know, like <laughs> yeah. so many things wrong right there. Oh my goodness. But well, I'm gonna go back to when he fell in the mouth though, because he yeah. fell in the mouth like sideways, legs first. And we all saw what happened to Quinn. Quint. Right. Yeah. You know, we know what the jaws crunch means, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And then for him to be like not just alive, but like, oh I'm swimming, I'm not bleeding out, like I can talk to you guys. Like, dude, you just had all your lungs punctured. I know. Yeah. You know? So bad. Like, and he was <laughs> still bleeding when he pops up. I mean, he's dying. And they're right. still uh, in the like, middle of the ocean. And if he didn't have immediate, you know, ambulance, he's done. But which you know, is he, which is which goes to my question of okay, her boat's now destroyed. Yes, the plane is crashed, right. and then at the end of this fight, they just magically appear. The next scene on the on the shore, no questions asked. No How questions the fuck asked. did they get there? 
And he's got another plane. Where did he pull another plane? Would you just pull another plane out of your ass, buddy? You're very, very poor (laughs) job with the last one. I know that ends with them just getting on his plane or just Ellen Brody. And the movie literally just ends out of nowhere. They're just going to, the the whole thing is that they're going to Amity Island. And I'm like, well, are you setting up part five? I'm I'm done with, you know, I'm done grieving over my son. I'm not afraid of sharks anymore. I killed my second one. It's like, it's over. I'm just going to sit on the beach and start shooting at fish now. Yeah, I mean, if I hear something bizarre from my other son with something to do with, I'm not coming next time. I'm not. Com- I'm just gonna stay. Yeah. I'm gonna stay home. Yeah, his creepy you know? daughter can stay with him. Oh, yeah. I know, right? My, the next one's just her on the on the porch yelling at a fox or something. Like it's just <laughs> uh, Ma- Massachusetts sucks, you know. <laughs> exactly. But it was. So, do you guys know the story of of Lorraine uh, Lorraine? It was Lorraine Gary, uh, Lorraine Gary. Lorraine Gary. I mean, uh, so she wasn't in a lot of movies. She got cast. She was like uh, one of the executives' wives. And they just thought she looked so good that they had to cast her in a couple of movies. And right. so then, you know, yeah. she did minor movies, and this was her last movie. But what I thought was funny was in this movie, they used that same approach when Michael Caine sees her and is like instantly like, I'm ready to crash my plane for you. I'm ready to die for you exactly. after the first. I've just seen you from across. The- that's, you gotta, that's how good she looked. In the seventies yeah. and eighties, she was pretty. Like there is, I will right? Say, I'm just saying, like if Megan Fox did the reboot today, and then somebody was like, "Oh, I just see this woman, and I'm ready to crash her plane." But yeah, I don't know if I believe that. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I just but think she was funny. so good. I mean, Go she came out of retirement, did this movie, went immediately back to retirement. <laughs> that was this was because still alive. This movie still yeah. alive as of Oct- as of October. As of October. 2000 as of october 2019 a full year ago (laughs) (laughs) i hope she's all right but this was this was a fun movie i will say i like i still enjoyed it re-watching it i still love jaws and this is a special place in my heart for some (laughs) reason as a kid i used to watch jaws one three and four i skipped two because it was boring but three and four were still really fun and i still Three is done. fun to me. I like three. I like the three D in three. In your question earlier, I hate three D, but of any one of them, I'm gonna watch Jaws three D because that was the first one I watched. And like the whole like arm part where they like try to really <laughs> make you, scare you with the bones sticking out. Like, gotta have to me. Those I like three. I always like two, and, and number one's of course a classic. This one, because it came at a point where my brain was developed enough, like when I saw it, that I was like, oh, this isn't a good movie. I don't think I ever got a chance to like have a nostalgic feel for it. Like I never did. It's just a bad movie to me and I don't get it because so many bad shark movies came afterwards. We've gotten Deep Blue Sea and uh, 47 Meters Down are the only good ones. Like those You didn't like the Meg? I hate the Meg. The Meg is, is is part one and part two in one movie. It's awesome. It's misunderstood. No, I did not like the Meg. <laughs> the Meg is well, right, but that's was, what passes for good movies because if it was if it was rated R, I would be totally into it. But there was no yeah. gore. I'm like, I was not. It had yeah, they big, relied too much on like visual fear yeah. instead of like actual gruesome fear. Whereas mm-hmm. like something with Deep Blue Sea, where they're like. We're going to murder Samuel Jackson in front of you. Hell yes. Uh, and Hell it's yeah. going to be lots of murder. And Hell LL yeah. Cool J is going to survive because LL, LL Cool J does the soundtrack. Like, how could you have a bad movie 
with LL Cool J. And it's a banger, too. Also, I hope if they, because I know they've made sequels, I hope if they ever make, like, an actual, like, Netflix or uh, uh, movie theater version, like, uh, sequel to that, I hope LL comes back. Because, like, please, <laughs> that would be awesome. we miss you, LL. Please. Yeah, absolutely. They finally go on a vacation and oh shit, there's the sharks again. <laughs> <laughs> so, buddy, you told me, you were telling me that you did a paper on Jaws 4. I just don't know if you wanted to talk about that at all. Yeah, so I took a film class in uh, college. We had to write a paper about, like, what do we consider a bad movie and write about an example of what you think a bad movie is. And, like, there's honestly so many bad movies that people say are bad movies that I love. Uh, we've discussed two of them already. Um, but this one where it was, like, it, the moment I thought of it, I was like, oh, that's a terrible movie. It's sad. It's in Christmas. It's everything that Jaws is not to me. So I wrote about it. And I think I, think, uh, I have it over here, but I think it was, like, a C-plus paper. So it wasn't, like, hey, my hey. best paper. <laughs> I mean, you know, I definitely passed the class. C's, you know, you, you passed with C's. I mean, maybe you teach those ones where you, like, yeah, that was one of those classes where you had to, like, watch The Graduate and write what you thought about it. And, like, you know, one of those things where, eh, you know. Exactly. Douchey film classes, basically. Yeah. Exactly. Well, do you guys recommend Jaws the Revenge as an enjoyably bad movie? I would, I would like, say. Like, knowing that it's bad going in, I would yeah. say, Okay. Because one thing I do like about Jaws 4 is this. It's the last one. Right. Okay? They, they were like, what is this Over. shit? We're done. No more of this shit. And then Universal, you know, they make money because of the Jaws entity, you know. Yeah. But the truth is, like, like even now during COVID, uh, you know, here we are Halloween time with COVID. They're re-releasing Jaws in the theaters to get people to come back. That's right. how yeah, popular I that movie is. Yeah. So uh, for them I've to been going stop. to the drive-ins, and it was on there. It was yeah. – uh, no, it was Jaws uh, 2 and uh, Deep Blue Sea. It was great. That sounds oh, great. Oh, man. That, that, is great. that is it. I'll tell you, um, I am old enough to remember drive-in movies in the 80s. Absolutely. I was a child then, but yes. There absolutely. you go. And um, they played uh, Jaws 4 with The Island. Do you remember the movie <laughs> The Island, which is also a Robert Benchley book? The, yeah. I mean, I remember. My, Michael Caine, uh, Robert Shaw. Like it yeah, is everything it. that, oh my God, it's, you know, Jacqueline Bissett, I want to say. And uh, that's another underrated, like they put that on your bad movie list. But that's I will say it. that what made me happy was that this was the end, that you're not getting yeah. a bunch of shitty remakes every two years just because Rob Zombie wants to do one. Like it's well, not happening. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, the only thing I can think of is if they did a show, it'd have to be called Amity, Right, like the Netflix yeah. show is about the the citizens of Amity and how this Jaws affects them and how it has yeah. always affected them. Wink, wink. You know, like that's the only way. Otherwise, you're just rehashing the same shit. There's a shark coming to kill me. Like, how many times exactly. can that be scary? You're really going thin. So, yeah, but yes, on the end, yes, I recommend this as a bad movie that is enjoyable. I do too. I like this movie, buddy. Do you recommend this movie? I can't say that I do. However, if you are like me and are a completionist, watch all four of the Jaws movies. It is, it is a story, you know, one through four. Even if it, you know, gets worse, 
throughout each one. There is a definitive story through each of them. So, you know, I'm a completionist, so I would watch all four. But I mean, if you don't want to subject yourself to a bad drama movie, then <laughs> no. And I would oh. say, yeah, I would say I do, but I will say the first Jaws movie is not canon with any of the sequels because I want to, I want to live in a world where the Brodies live happily ever after. Not that they got murdered by fucking sharks because sharks are terrible. They died of fear heart attacks. They died fear of heart fear, attacks fear, on the dry land. Attacks. After all that shit. After all yeah. that shit, then you try on die die on dry land of fear. Watching Come his on, drinking buddy. buddies get eaten alive in front of him, but he's like, you know what kills me? Fear heart attacks. I scared of sharks. Yeah. Unforgivable. The fear. <laughs> all this all this unsafe tuna that my wife's been feeding me, it's just causing problems. Is Do you guys... I will say this though, Jaws four, better than Godfather three. I mean, setting the bar high there was saying. Oh shit. Look at Buddy's yeah. thinking about it too. Yeah, yeah. better. It's better. Yeah. It's better. You know why? Because the old scenes are just the old scenes. They didn't have to like rewrite shit to really make you think. You're just like, it's old. It's done. Is that Brody it's again? It's not as big of a drop off. Yeah. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about though, guys? And I just want to mention this real quick before we wrap up here. Is, right. you know, Roy Scheider knows what it feels like to be in a shit sequel. When he was I in know. 2010... And he, he took was. over the role and nobody knew it was the same character of Haywood because the actor was so dramatically different. And like that movie bombed out because nobody could make the connection that this guy was actually there. And so he yeah. understood. So I think he got that, that, that uh, sequel like bite, like, uh, I'm not doing blue thunder too, guys. I'm not doing yeah. it. Yeah. You know, because I mean, he was in jaws too, but he was contractually obligated and he yeah. regretted it so hard. But, but he, that was his, that was his big, I mean, that was his biggest paycheck of his career That's was jaws true. one and oh, two. Yeah. yeah I would you know, it would, the only, the, 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 the remake click only clicked in because of the, 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 how much money it made. Otherwise he wouldn't have had to be in jaws. There wouldn't have been a jaws two. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Peter right. Banks is like, I don't know if I got another one in me guys. How about the, the shark attacks people? <laughs> I don't know if you heard this one before. Baby. I mean, guys, the, uh, what was the Back to the Future joke? Jaws. Yeah, Jaws nineteen when it or when it comes out. Yeah, because they make fun of that. Because this movie has the tagline, which is the first. Yeah, I was just about to say. This time it's personal, and it was the first. <laughs> and Back to the Future two has a tagline that says, "This time it's really personal," and it has the Jaws three D, yeah. but it was nineteen yeah. or eighteen. I don't know. But do you guys have anything you want to like promote or plug on this podcast for my three followers? Go ahead. <laughs> <Not all laughs> we're ones. like, we're like this. Well, gee, I mean, if you want to hear more, I feel like I've given you everything I got today. If you want to know just, more about me, what else is there to know? I'm just saying, do you guys, do you have any, um, like, you know what? You can follow me on Instagram. Media. Yeah, well, there you go. You can follow me on Instagram at CTA comedy. I am available for booking virtually and in person. Nice. And Buddy, do you, yeah. have, do you, want, to, you want to plug? I, too, am available uh, all the bookings. It's Buddy Blast or Buddy Blast uh, 88 uh, Instagram and Twitter. Um, but I have the Obscure Movie Trivia Show every Tuesday on Stab Comedy's Twitch stream or all their streaming stuff. But go to Twitch because that's where I talk to people on the stream. And it's nice. really fun. We do a movie of the week every week. And uh, Kevin's been a last-minute guest twice 
and I've literally had him on like an hour before and a couple yeah. hours before, and he's come close to winning regardless of no prep time. So uh, eventually I'm going to get him on there with some prep time and see how good his movie knowledge is because it seems to be pretty deep. <laughs> pretty deep. Way yeah. too deep. Jealous deep. <laughs> All right, guys, Dog thanks weird. so much. Thanks so much for being on. I appreciate you and be safe during this tough time. Thank you.